Blog Talk Radio. You're at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only.
And to all those ascended masters, we thank all of you, all of our monad out there, all of our gods and goddesses uh, from all areas and all sectors and all universes. We used to say hello world. Well, on Sundays, we're expanding our expanse. (laughs) That song, uh, I've got to just tell people because I think it's the first time my associate pastor, Richard T. Knight, has heard that, uh, played that in his honor, and of course everybody else that hadn't heard it. That's uh, by Mr. James Taylor, from what I remember, and a uh, very good songwriter, not me, but I paid a lot of money to get to do that in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, when I, my mother and my husband was alive, and I lived in Kentucky, and uh was a member of International Bluegrass Music Association, and Country Music Association in 2004, and I had had a bad injury coast-to-coast driving a big truck, uh, pulling Microsoft, U.S. Treasury, and all these other uh, great companies with the government and for U.S. Express and Covenant Transport and Heartland, and uh, there's a fire on my truck on the tire, and I grabbed the fire extinguisher and pulled my truck over trying to keep from blowing up with gas, so I thought I was a hero, and I fell off the truck side and busted my head and neck and found out later on I got my immune system down and I had to have surgery on my back and neck, and when they did the surgery on my neck, I couldn't speak anymore, so uh, they said after as long as I'd been, it'd been two or three months, because it was one of the side effects of having your neck fixed. I had a bone put in my neck, uh, somebody else's bone put in my neck, and then two titanium screws, and became a cyborg. So anyway, that's just one of the many things that have happened to me, being that I've died before. But the part that I thank God for is I promise God and Goddess, for all of those of you that are faithful to those above and your higher spirit, higher source, and all those out in the universe that are for the Ascension Church Ohana organization, we need your help again. And so I'm calling on you because at that time they made my voice available to me once again. It took about three, three and a half months. But in between, I taught like Daffy Duck. (laughs) But anyway, it's sort of a strange thing that I've never met the other called upon Ascension Master uh, he's the only second one I've known. I've taught Ascension since 30 or 40 years since I was called by God in a gold pyramid in Houston, Texas. So I have been a practicing minister of music and education, but I've only done the church shows on Sundays and Wednesdays occasionally for the last eight years. But Richard uh, came into my life, and I followed Ascension Church Ohana because my daughter died, and we had the in Kentucky to the recording studio to meet 
some, I guess, uh, undercover investigators and graphic artists and uh, gentlemen that was doing the investigation. He became a friend and a studio, and I gave him my files, just told him to keep them for the uh, studio there. And uh, so I guess he still has all the originals. But uh, I was able to sing again, so that's why that song was recorded, because I loved that song, and I was thinking at the time of my beautiful sick husband, so I hope you can hear some purity of love in there. But Richard had the same identical thing happen, so he's got the same story to tell. Uh, mine was due to a big truck accident, but I was the only one involved with a fire, but it was very traumatic. But that's the least of my worries, but it changed my reality entirely where I had to depend on God. To uh, I had to learn to walk again and had my back operated on, and my mother and my husband took care of me, and they're both on the other side. But According to the sectors, in the way that we believe now about the universe, we don't just disappear. And so they're just over there in other places, like when you're dreaming or you're lucid dreaming, you may still have them show up. And my brother that was gay shows up, and uh, my brother that was a Marine shows up. And so I think that people do the best they can with the lives they lead, and all roads lead up the same mountain. So I'm glad to be here today as Pastor Teresa, our sister Teresa, as most women call me, <laughs> our mother Teresa. <laughs> but I don't I don't want people to take offense to my name as Teresa with an H. Teresa with an H. But let me get Richard Pastor Richard Knight, would you tell us your story for the Ascension Church Ohana? Because we're just okay. getting to know each other. What was your yeah. story like mine? Well, okay, my story like yours uh, transpired as a result of an accident that actually happened when I was working for the state of Georgia in the uh, juvenile probation division, all right, the Department of Juvenile Probation here in Georgia. <clears throat> and I was driving a Kia Sevilla, which is a very lightweight car, okay, and I was coming back from Albany, which to give you all some parameters, Albany's about an hour and a half north of us, which I'm in Valdosta, which is about 40 miles north of the Florida line. So TJ or Sister Teresa or Pastor Teresa or uh, Sister of Another Mother, Teresa, okay, um, <laughs> is about three hours uh, southwest of me in Gulf Breeze. So that gives you the parameters in our physical locations. Well, anyway, during uh, this particular night, it was a very stormy night. The, the wind was howling and the rain was coming down in buckets and sheets. And uh, basically, there's a little town um, between Albany and Kifton. And um, anyway, in this particular town, they have a cement bridge. So I was driving 35 miles an hour, all right, in my little Kia Sophia. And of course, the wipers are going 60 miles an hour as fast as they can go to keep up the rain from my vision so that I could see outwardly. And basically, what happened was when my front tires hit completely on the cement. They hit a puddle of water, and when they did, the entire car began to hydroplane, and I spun three 360s, okay? So it was a miracle. Talk about calling upon God. Yes, God was with me that night because neither the traffic coming towards me from behind me nor the oncoming traffic on the other side of the road coming towards me did, or hit me or I hit them, or anything of that nature. Instead, I slid off the road, down into the embankment, 
okay, and the car was facing upward, and the car was doing approximately 20 miles an hour through the dirt, and the only thing that stopped the car was the back axle and the back wheel collided with a telephone pole, and that's what brought the car to a halt. And to show you how superhuman you can be in such instances, because I refer to to instances like this simply that, you know, a mother in distress that sees her child in the street about to be run over, or if a child is under a car, the mother will go out and she will have the physical strength to lift that car up and swoop her her child out out from under the car or the path of the car just in time to grab the child in her arms and take it back to safety on the cement or wherever it happens to be. Well, this had a solid plastic steering wheel, and I was gripping the steering wheel so tightly, I actually left fingerprints and handprints in the wheel itself. And, of course, needless to say, I was calling on all my guides, my angels, the ascended masters, God and goddess, everything in the blue book that I could think of, you know, um, you know, my own, my own higher self. And fortunately now, when the car finally stopped, I felt so much adrenaline in my body that I thought I was perfectly fine. And miraculously, a gentleman come along in a pickup truck, and he stopped because I guess I don't know if he'd seen me go down the side or knew that there was something amiss or whatever. But he stopped at the top of the where the pavement was on the on the highway, which was a four lane highway, and the rain is still coming down and everything. But the rain has lightened to some degree, and I managed to zoop up, physically climb the embankment and get up to his truck and he opened the door for me and he said now use the phone as much as you need to so I naturally used the phone and I called the sheriff's department and of course you have to understand that I, I controlled a three district area and at that time I was working in Tifton so Tiff County and the surrounding counties between us and Albany were all within our parameters or our jurisdiction so the, the sheriff's deputy picked up the phone and he, knew, he recognized my voice and knew exactly who I was and he says what's going on and I said well I just had an accident where I hydroplaned and fortunately I didn't collide with anybody and I ended up down off the road and you know I'm over here and I explained you know in detail where exactly I was physically and he, and he actually came out in his car and checked things out of course and it was obvious that there was no damage to the car whatsoever other than the place in which it had collided with the telephone pole. So he said that, you know, he knew a man that had a shop down the road that repaired cars and also came and got cars out of the ditch and then also gave cars as a loan, you know, on loanership to the driver that had, had been negatively affected. And so, you know, all this fell into place within a matter of like 15 minutes, okay? And I think I might have waited in the sheriff's, in the, in the deputy's car maybe 20, 30 minutes at the very most for the guy to come along with the pick, with the, um, oh, the wrecking, the, the wrecker truck, okay? And he strode the, strode his tow bar all the way down to the dit, into the, uh, down the embankment, hooked up the axles, uh, on the front of the car and pulled the car all the way up out of the, in, from the embankment and the telephone pole all the way back up to the freeway, to the, the highway, and then in turn, of course, attached it on his wrecker and everything, and we, and then I hopped from the deputy's car to the wrecker, and then we went on down to his shop, and he gave me a car. Now, ironically, uh, I don't know if it was out of fear, you know, in the fact being that if I had reported this, maybe I would have been fired. Because technically, like I said, I was officially on state time because I had conducted official business in the city of Albany, and I was on the way back from Albany to my headquarters in order to fill out paperwork and so forth. Now, of course, I did not 
after this accident, I was so shook up that I didn't go in and fill out the paperwork until the following morning. But I never reported this accident whatsoever. And, of course, because I was so filled with adrenaline, I didn't recognize that there was any phys- any physical anything physically wrong with me. Now, three years after the fact, okay, no, let's see. I think the accident happened in 2002 because I know in 2005 I had gone to work in my office and I had changed districts by that time and gone from Chifton to Valdosta, which is the city where I live at now. And anyway, I was, I, it was an upgrade from a uh, probation officer to a supervisory probation officer, and I joined the Valdosta office. And I went into the office one morning, and I was about to go around my desk and sit down, and I passed out onto the floor. So I went and I saw my MD, and my MD referred me to a neurosurgeon, and the neurosurgeon did an MRI, and that's when he discovered there were three vertebrae that were herniated in my desk, in my in my neck. So anyway, long story short, um, I had offended uh, my boss's boss's boss, and so my boss's boss decided that you know I needed to go. And so basically within, uh, you know, I had the surgery like you did where they put the cadaver bone um, in my neck with a hasp and and several screws made out of titanium, okay? And um, I also began to have uh, neuropathy in my left foot and leg, which developed over time, of course. Uh, Of course, here we are. Uh, So anyway, long story short, on that end, I left left the department uh, in January of 2006. The surgery took place around October in 2005, and I left the department in 2006, all right? And I was on good terms because I had used the Federal Family Leave Act in order to take uh, time off to compensate and and also be compensated while I had the surgery and so forth and recuperated from the same. So anyway, I left the department, and then... um, just recently, last July in 2020, I had to have surgery on my lower back and come to find out that my lower back or lumbar region was in the same, pretty much the same shape as my neck, only a wee bit worse because one of the vertebrae, uh, the disc in the vertebrae had shifted to the left and was actually putting pressure on one of the sciatic nerves that runs just on the outside of the spine. And so it was giving me tremendous pain in my hips and and lower back and all that kind of thing. And fortunately, the surgery was successful in that instance. And now, of course, I still have the peripheral neuropathy in both foot and legs. Um, And I've been dealing with this situation now for 15 years. And, you know, I call forth the Archangels Michael and the Archangel Raphael, and I ask them, you know, well, what day is it going, when is it going to be that I actually become completely healed? And all they will tell me is it'll happen soon, and that's all they'll tell me. Now, of course, you know, being a human being, you get anxious and you get, you know, all dramatic about it, and you say, well, soon, when is soon, you know? (laughs) But anyway, I've been blessed extremely. Um, I came in, and I was, when I came into this life, I was completely aware of exactly who I was and where I came from. There was no separation or loss of memory to a large extent. I can tell you in detail the very the very last life I last had before I came in this time, uh, which was during the Civil War. And yes, there is a protocol, it would seem, that if you have a severe injury to your physical body in your past life, if in fact that all of the residual energies were not released, in any given circumstance, that when you do come into life this time around, as you grow older, when the time comes that a specific injury may have happened to you in a past life, that same injury becomes duplicated in this life. 
and, and I, I can attest to this from the Akashic Records and, and several other means, um, but I was born uh, completely gifted with 14 senses. I was very much aware of, of who, who I was, and basically when the doctor slapped my bum, I reached out and grabbed his arm and said, do it again, and I'll break it. And, of course, this shocked him terrifically because, you know, infants don't normally come out of the womb talking. But, you know, I'm, I'm one of them strange people, uh, weird, you might classify me as, or possibly even a big old freak. Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't make any difference. The fact of the matter remains is I'm here on earth to help other people, okay? I've been an ordained minister with Universal Life Church since I was 19. I am now 65, so that's approximately 45 years or so. And in addition to that, I became ordained as an Eastern Orthodox Egyptian Coptic bishop at the age of 28. Okay? So, yes, I've been in religious circles. Uh, I've held mass and spoke, spoke mass in Gaelic, according to the St. Patrick Rite. Okay? I can also speak Coptic, so I have held mass in Egyptian Coptic language. Um, I can, and basically, I was gifted at the age of five to become a savant of languages. At that point in time, I spoke 14 languages fluently, and fortunately for me, because you know the nuns and the priests of the Catholic Church at the quarter, at the Catholic boarding school where I was boarded, all thought for sure I was the son of the devil. Why? Because I could levitate, I could read minds, I could move uh, move objects with with just mental power alone, telekinesis, um, and of course I had five additionally spiritual senses in a in addition to your regular five senses, and on top of that, like I told you, I could levitate, I could use telekinesis, I could heal small wounds and take away headaches with just the wave of my hand without even touching the person, and uh, in addition to that, I could create holy fire in the palms of my hands, which is like a blue-white fire, and so because it's a blue-white flame, it does not burn me, and it doesn't burn anything that I throw it upon unless I so will it to do so. So anyway... Um, I've had a very, very interesting life. I have been counseling persons both with the Mental Health Association of California as a community friend. I have been a client advocate for the Public Defender's Office. Um, I have done all kinds of different spiritual work in regards to being involved with all kinds of groups. Um, I have ministered and counseled. Um, I was uh, part of a uh, center called the Grace House. Uh, it's a center that used to be in San Jose, and basically we ministered unto young people that were runaways or they had drug problems or they had gotten mixed up in gangs. We freed them from all of that. Um, I have visited, and, or rather I have been visited by Christ numerous times. I have also been visited by Mikael the Archangel several times. I have also visit, been visited by Raphael the Archangel several times, and I am in communion with the archangels and what you would call the hierarchy of light. So basically, yes, I am in constant contact with my higher self, and it's often time that I go into my higher self, even when we're having these radio shows, and I will speak to you directly from my most authentic self, which is my spiritual being coming into my physical being from the aspect being the two consciousnesses, my spirit conscious and my physical conscious merges, and therefore I give you insights and, and tips and all this kind of good stuff, whatever I'm seeing anyway, it seems to be in harmony with things. Um, and this is, this is who I am. I have worked and helped individuals all of my life, whether it be from a legal capacity, whether it be from a spiritual capacity, whether it be from a, uh, an economic capacity, or anything in any way that I could do to reach out to help others. That's been the commitment of my life all life long. So naturally, when 
Pastor Teresa or Sister Teresa and I met about three months back, um, we just began interacting as given individuals. And then all of a sudden, about three weeks ago, in honor of her, her deceased daughter, we created the Ascension Church Ohana. And, of course, Ohana is a Hawaiian word meaning family gathering. Okay, And so this church is, is like no other because it's based upon the concept of free thinking and free being and under the auspices of unconditional love. So it is a reflection of the unconditional love of the source of all, and this is what beams out from my heart and from Sister Teresa's heart. And we reach out to all of you, and we welcome you to our new church, which is the, our church is the body of all of those that join us because the church is actually in your heart and not a physical, a physical church, uh, not a physical building. Okay, so yeah, for now, it's created in cyberspace. Of course, technically, we do have to have somewhere we can have meetings at, and, and uh, Pastor Teresa does have a room in her, in her home where we could hold meetings if we were to physically join together in a, on the physical plane of Earth um, or meet with other given individuals. Of course, we also can do Zoom meetings and Skype meetings and all of this media technology stuff that uh, has come about in the last 30 years, roughly speaking. And um, as far as being on the radio, well, I've been on the radio for about seven years now, and um, it's been an enjoyment and an interesting experience. Um, I've also been interviewed, and basically my life story for the most part is out there on AquarianRadio.com. Uh, Janet Lesson interviews my life story or brought my life story forth from me, basically, and there's 11 and a half hours of archive tapes if you want to get to know me even better. So that's who I am, and that's where I'm coming from. I am a Reiki Grandmaster. I practice five types or five traditions of Reiki, including both the Chinese and the Tibetan and four others, um, which, you know, get more complicated as they go along. Um, Angelic Reiki, in other words, uh, Ascended Master Reiki. And Reiki basically is the universal life force that comes to us from God or Creator or whatever you want to call the higher power that basically empowers us to be spiritual entities that are immortal, and then our immortal being basically animates this body that we call home as human beings. So that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> Back to you, Pastor Teresa. Pastor Teresa, Angel. you there? Yeah, there apparently Angel Raphael, Angel Raphael and Angel Gabriel. I feel them both here with us today. So we'll honor all with white and copper and Raphael. You think of green healing. So I haven't seen your friend here yet. Uh, do you want to give her a quick call and tell her to call uh, the three four seven number? She, she's got the, she's got the number and um, she's going to join oh, okay. us. I didn't. I I I may need to remind her, but uh, she went on to the website and saw exactly the display and 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 all that for today, and knows exactly okay. the timeline and all that kind of good stuff. Um, okay. Well, in the meantime, we can talk about how we're assisting other people, folks. We're Authors Club originators, and we uh, have been learning religions, all world religions forever, but we work with Learn Religions. And you can get to know us. Uh, we're going ahead and making a new journal uh, monthly, 
so you can help learn with us those things that we may or may not know together. So we've learned all the world's beliefs and religions and with the Gabriel and, and angel, uh, archangels, actually uh, Gabriel or Gabriel. I say Gabriel, but I'm from the South. So and Raphael, uh, and then I also studied with Christ and Babaji as uh, what we call ascended masters on the other side. So, you know, and we we all help each other. We don't we learn about each other's beliefs and religions, and even extraterrestrials, which a lot of churches don't, but we do, and that's uh, been part of our teamwork on. The UFO word on we're working now with legal teams around the world, including, uh, you know, whoever, Gabriel, Raphael, Jesus Christ, Babaji, whomever else that I am personally involved with, and Richard. So we're getting our, our archangels together. Now, who did you use, Archangel? You used Michael and another angel. Who You said two of them are on your – or who you pray to or work with in this reality. Who were they, Richard? Who's your archangels? Well, yeah, I mean, basically my prayer when I begin the day, I address all six archangels in the six directions, okay? I use uh, Archangel Raphael in the east, okay? And he represents the element of air. I use Mikael, Archangel Michael in the south, and he represents the element of fire. I, rep I you know, honor the Archangel Gabriel, okay, in the West, and he represents the element of water. And I uh, honor the Archangel Uriel in the North, and he represents the element of Earth. Then above it, above us all, we I I address the Archangel Metatron, and Metatron is basically like the king of all archangels. He is a superior being um, to which the voice of God speaks unto the archangels directly. You could say. And he's also the ones that help you create your Merkaba or holy vessel that, through which you can transit all over the world or all over anywhere you wish to be. And then below us, of course, is the Archangel Zadkiel, or Zadkiel. And he basically is the purveyor of the doors. In other words, um, you know, it, it, he keeps the negative away from our personal space and out of our personal lives for the most part. And this is all. This covers all six of the directions above, below, and all the way around us. So therefore, you are completely protected in a bubble of white, gold, blue, green, red, or orange, and um, green light. So that's what I do in the beginning of the day. Okay. So in the beginning, folks, when all creatures were alive. Uh, We're losing it, TJ. I'm, I'm sitting very still. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll clear this. I don't know if it's my. I couldn't find my other phone. I apologize. So something about being human and on this planet, we need a lot of help. <laughs> so if you're willing to help us, we're here to accept your help. Uh, and the universal aid. So as universal life, uh, we are making UAP for universal ascension pastors, but also so you UFO fans know it stands for unidentified anomalous phenomena as well. So due to financial reasons in my writing, I'm coming out of the closet, so to speak, as a extraterrestrial that has had UAP and UFO all my life. So 
those stories are all coming out. It's a different way of disclosure, but we're disclosing them through uh, anonymous in, in, in the past. But, you know, let me read this credo for you. Can you hear me, Richard, okay? Richard, are you on? Say again. Can you hear? Yes, I hear you perfectly fine. Okay, I'm going to try to be very still and hopefully. This credo is, I would not interfere with any creed of yours or want to appear that I have all the cures. There's so much to know, so many things are true. The way my feet must go may not be best for you. And so I give this spark of what is like to me to guide you through the dark and not tell you what to see. That's anonymous. <laughs> so we I use love anonymous that. a lot. Yeah, and that's um, when I've had that for like, I don't know, 40 or 50 years since back in the, uh, so when I was called. It is, and it's the basis of the universal code uh, for many people that have been in world religions and worked with the angels and the archangels. So we have a fellowship. And not everyone uses the Urantia book, but they uh, are the ones that had the best local universe uh, in uh, pastoral form, I guess, with the High Commission. But we have that sucker's so massive. I mean, it must be about a thousand pages. That sucker's thick. Well, we don't have to use that. You can use all or nothing because we say God has no religion, but there are many world religions, and there's many fellowships out there. So we are an Internet online church. We have our own beliefs and religions. But the basic thing is uh, we're based to form a 501c3, so we're hoping that people will uh, help us. We have to have so much money, a minimum of 575 which you know, if we get our checks, maybe we can put together our stimulus yeah. checks. Whoops. But I haven't gotten mine yet, so I'm, I'm on Social Security. And Richard and I are, you know, we're the old guys of this uh, planet with uh, the angels, but we're still in human form every day. So, you know, we <laughs> thank God every day that, oh, this we're still here. Okay. <laughs> so we're still working in all these world religions. So uh, we have writers and editorial principles, but... You know, I've been working with so many in our Authors Club organization, free online and social media for so long, that I've forgotten more domains and websites that have come and gone than I've made back in the dot-com era. And then, but I uh, kept my own from 2004 with GoDaddy and became a reseller and trained, and I watched them become ultra-rich, and I watched Facebook go ultra-rich. I was one of the first to help with GoDaddy. So I've been around a long time in social but I was trained. My mother was a writer, and she was a publisher and uh, did a school book in Louisiana. And uh, she asked me on close to her deathbed when she couldn't see anymore, and it was scaring her a little bit. It was so sad. She was in Houston. She had lived with me for several years uh, up in Kentucky. And she had a big home in uh, plant, pecan plantation down in Houston outside in uh, past Sugarland in, uh, what was the name of it, Richmond. And so uh, my sister still lives in that home, uh, the family home, and so we had beautiful pictures and grandfather clock and formal dining and all that. But she worked up to that after many years of us living in Houston at 1313 Heights Boulevard. That's not longer there, but homes were where the heart was, but she kept a family, and she made sure we went to church, but some of us went Catholic, some of us went LDS Mormon, and some of us went Protestant, Methodist, Baptist, but in the beginning, I was sprinkled in the Monroe, Louisiana, big Baptist church, 
and had my Christian, I don't know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant churches were big and the Southern Baptists, and I related to that. So I have been called in that kind of church just for those that care about your uh, ordinations. But when um, I was in the Unity Church, and Richard and I talked about that because we're universal life pastors in Modesto, California. But, you know, we can have all these. I'm, I've got a pastorship here in Florida, too. But the one online is uniquely different. But we're we're going to welcome those friends that want to be a part of this because we're saying a 501c, for the purposes of a 501c3 profit here in Florida, but we're saying all things allowed by law, okay? So that way, you know, anything we can do, and we have married people, and uh, we can, you know, as long as it's allowed by law, because a lot of people in the states, you know, they argue over that piece of paper. But after my brother uh, passing, and uh, he was gay, and uh, I don't mind saying that because he didn't mind it, uh, because he went on Oprah Winfrey and did Boy George. But he had quite the outgoing personality. My mother always made sure we sung and danced. And, uh, but he had a hard time uh, with the LDS church throwing him out. Our excommunicating, and he was really upset about that because uh, why would a church do that? So when my daughter passed, we already had this Ascension Church, Ascension Center in in Hawaii and in uh, Kentucky. So what we did with her getting uh, cancer here is I, my husband died, when, and I died too in 2015, but when I came back this time, I just said, well, I'll come down and help my daughter dying of cancer. So we, I've been spending the last few years of my life, 20 or 30, let's see, since my husband had diabetes, and he was a great CIA intelligence officer. I worked for President Reagan and Bush direct, so hip pocket orders. But um, I got to do some psychic work and investigations with him, and we got to do the extraterrestrial work. So that's when I started realizing he couldn't uh, – talk about a lot of things separate, but when we came together, we repelled each other. But the one thing that he was God-fearing, he believed in God, even though he worked with extraterrestrials off planet, but he didn't feel comfortable talking about it. Uh, so he asked me not to tell his stories till after he died. Uh, he felt like he didn't know how to talk about it because like my mother didn't believe in USO. UFOs are unidentified flying objects. So I learned to tell the ones we had with the government that they said were government made and, you know, like skunk works and, um, I don't know, all the Grumman and with, uh, Richard, uh, with, uh, Ralph Kennedy Johnston here helped promote NASA and then the skunk works and all these people out at, uh, around the government that Richard probably knows too. But, you know, those personalities, they were, uh, we were getting ready for our veterans of the baby boomer crowd and their people and components of Roswell to want to tell the truth before they passed over. So all of this blended in for me that I I thought it was all one and the same. I always have, even though when I saw angels or they'd come in orbs or pick me up or when I was dying and was underwater and they pulled me up, I didn't see anything. I saw a hand, you know, underwater. It was like quiet, so it's probably an angel, archangel. Uh, I say Gabriel, but you can say whomever. But as a child, you only know angels, so we didn't call them ETs or aliens. So a lot of people think only aliens are bad, like demons. So, you know, here uh, with the level that we're talking universally, 
I'd like Richard and everybody to know that there are those of us walking around on earth that have died like him and had, you know, I'm a cyborg, so like him. <laughs> so, you know, we're already artificial intelligently designed with titanium in us. So there's going to be a lot of haters out there, all right? But please don't hate us for our thoughts or for our skin color or our hair color because that just doesn't make sense up there in the universal level. So what Richard and I welcoming my daughter, thank God he's remembering my daughter because she put these words together and she had to teach me. I, God uh, and Jesus and even Thor, because I'm a big believer in all the <laughs> the Indians made fun of me on my own radio so long ago because of Thor's protection and lightning hit a tree. And they said, we believed in myths and legends. I thought, well, look, you Indians do too. Y'all got the white brotherhood, the great white father that came over and saw things. And, you know, we talked and I got to go with a lot of Indians in Oklahoma and I had a past life. So I was a, a welcome uh, oh, a healing woman, a big heavy set. Well, I was about five. I wasn't very tall, five two, five four, but I got knifed in the back literally and remember that. And I was with Tecumseh and his brother, and we had uh, at least five tribes at that time there. But I was on the uh, sitting out by the pool. I could see uh, this is just a past life, but I could see them. We'd come together for the talks. Uh, then Oklahoma over the buffalo trails that were really, really deep, folks. They're really deep, and you know, we had plowers that had grown over a lot of them. A lot of them, you have to massage something, you have to go into the buffalo to get over But anyway, I mean, it's very, very tight. Your clerk keeps anyway, falling out. falling out. There you go. This is healer, and uh, for Tecumseh, and I got stabbed in the back. So I have memories that even though we're universally, we're going to do all things allowed the law, even when you think you're doing accordingly as a healer or a woman of the past, of the of the cloth, so to speak, for the American Indians <laughs> on this planet and Earth, you know, and still get stabbed in the back and come back to talk about it, that's a real interesting story. But, Richard, do you have an Indian story you'd like to share? Like, mine's a medicine woman with Tecumseh. How about you? I bet you got well, one. I, I'm a medicine man from the medicine wheel path of the Cherokee, and I actually okay. spent one summer at the Cherokee Reservation in Southern California before they were forced to move completely from the state and relocate, and this okay. was back in the 70s, all right, and I was passing the pipe amongst the elders, and they were considering, you know, well, whether they were going to let this white eyes join the tribe or not, <coughs> excuse me. And so anyway, we were all sitting around, and all of a sudden there became a screech in the, in the heavens, and they're, they're all, you know, everybody's looking up, and an eagle comes flying down and lands on my wrist of my left arm and does not even pierce the skin. And the eagle's sitting there on my arm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm looking at the eagle. The eagle's looking at me. The eagle's looking around the circle, looking at everybody. And then, you know, he's, he's, he's probably sitting there for I don't know how long, you know. I mean, something like that's a very strange occurrence to have happen to you. But anyway, he looked at my, my eyes, and he looked very deeply, and then it was like he was, he was talking to me. And I'm going, well, wait a minute now. I'm, I'm not Dr. You know, I'm not Dr. Seuss or any of these, so I don't normally talk to animals. But that kind of changed my life from that point forward because it created a telepathic link 
between myself and various kinds of animals. And as soon as that happened, he took off from my wrist and flew back into the heavens. And of course, this was a sign to the elders and the shaman that was present, the elder shaman who was in the circle with us, stood up and he come across to me and he, he raised me up to standing position and he blessed me and he smudged me and he said, we welcome you to the clan. You are now Eagle Claw and you shall be known as Eagle Claw, a medicine man of the medicine wheel path. And from that point forward, he taught me all of the, all the initiations and all the various things that are included in the medicine wheel. And I have been a medicine wheel practitioner and that was probably around, I want to say, age 18. So I've had a very, very busy life, but I'm from California, and we learned very early on how to live very rapidly. So it's like the rest of the country is playing catch-up to California, or you could also say that the rest of the country is playing catch-up to New York because New York's energy is just as thriving and vibrant as that of California to a degree. But yes, that's my Indian story, and it just so happens in this life. Now, yes, in the past, I have been braves, I have been chiefs, I have been all kinds of medicine people, shaman, uh, all kinds of, I've probably had at least a dozen lives in Indian um, Native, Native American traditions. Well, good, because our St. Joseph Indian School welcomes all nations and all faiths, uh, so you have cultural awareness and uh my name, uh, Tatanka was uh, the buffalo, and uh, I was Minnetonka. And so that, uh, people have said, well, you know, you don't usually remember when the bell's down. Yeah, but after you get up and, you know, you get called by God and you're visited by angels, all of a sudden they're taking you on something like, uh, what were those three, uh, I think of Scrooge, the night they of Scrooge. And I'm like, oh, well, my goodness. Minnetonka was uh, my name, and, uh, uh, you know, I was uh, in a medicine wheel group uh, in Hawaii, believe it or not, and uh, some of the, uh, from the Dakota and Black uh, nations, uh, that's their tribes, came over and uh, had brought Big Bertha, but that's <laughs> another name for her drum, but we were laughingly calling it, but I got initiated in and then like a sweat lodge, but you know, those things are all good and fine for all the different beliefs and it's fun to do. So, you know, we enjoyed it when the women went off into a retreat and uh, we paid a certain amount for, you know, it was called a, a blessing or whatever. We, what we did was all the women that wanted to learn uh, Someone had uh, paid for the lady to come over, and we were already in another group of beings that uh, are in spiritual groups. And I had the largest because there was something about my past life in Egypt, in India, in uh, North American in my past lives that was able to gift through the gods and the archangels to bring all these people together from around the world. And they came in from North America and Canada and Germany and uh, all over the place, Hawaii. And so there was a bunch, and it was women. It, uh, we had one with men and women for about, I don't know, two weeks on and off, but they would have to go back to their realtor jobs, whatever they had at this camp, and they would come over and stay the weekend. The men stayed in the men's uh, group, and the women stayed in the women's group. But it was all about learning how to live together for mind, body, heart, and spirit. So we worked a lot of uh, working on world religions and uh, our prayers and hymns and 
you know, we sung a lot and we passed uh, the talking stick, so to speak. And we gave gifts, uh, which we didn't. We just had to go get something of our own. Fortunately, a lot of us had jewelry or, or spirit rocks or uh, amethyst, you know, some type of crystal. And uh, so everybody brought one and we passed those around. So everybody got a little something from somebody else. So we learned a lot of. Oh, we lost you. TJ, you still there? Lost you. We can't hear you on the radio. Hello? Well, anyway, I'm so... There you are. Well, Richard, I don't know what happened just now, but... The things we can do, so... My Ninatanka, it sounds like, I don't know what Nina is, uh, but uh, we did a lot of singing, and I'll have to find out what Nina, but it was Tonka. I know Tonka is Tatanka, but it, maybe it's Nina Tatanka. <laughs> I've forgotten it. But um, we used our Indian names back then and in this life. So original, a lot of people are Tatankas because of the great buffalo, right? And I was white buffalo woman, but... And I learned that it was a real common thing to think. So uh, back in Sanskrit days, Tatanka, uh, in Hinduism, is Sanskrit, believe it or not. I don't know if any of y'all keep up with all this, but this is a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, we have, uh, I don't know if you know what your power animal is, but, you know, we can do a lot of these things uh, when we do these events, uh, but we'd like to do them in person. So we're going to probably plan one for 2022. But um, because of some of us believed in the flesh eating of bison for food and clothing and shelter, we still honor the bison. So that may offend some sacred uh, world religions that have uh, meanings that are vegetarian only because a lot of them in the Christendom in the early uh, churches, you'd have to fast for three days without eating meat just to go into a uh, blessings. So we're going to have to figure out all these world religions and which ones Richard and I and whoever comes to our healing groups <laughs> accept. Uh, either get some kind of release or NDA where we don't offend anybody because we're doing all things allowed by law. Right, Richard? Oh, yeah. We're just going to say we're universal universalists. All right? Oh, That's okay. what we're going to be. Because that way we're All not right. pinning ourselves down to any particular given tradition, and we're not going to assault or offend anyone, either by speech or action or anything else, simply because we're being called forth by a god or the source of all creation or whatever power that be that you want to call upon it. Uh, you know, um, I know religion very, very well because naturally I've been a minister, and of course I'm a, I've also was an active bishop in the Egyptian Coptic Church for a while. And then, in turn, you know, I adopt in theology, divinity, religious science, and metaphysics. So, yes, I'm very well educated when it comes to the community of religious thought, per se. Um, well, what about this have, lady that you called? Would she be in Manhattan or New York or have a New York address? The other pastor you called to uh, oh. appear? No, it's it's Gigi Gwendolyn Evans, and she's in Atlanta, Georgia. So she'd be coming in from a four seven zero prefix. 
Oh, these are 917 people that call in, but they they basically want us to help them in their healing as far as uh, are we doing our psychic readings. So, folks, no, we're not doing family. readings today. You know that we do readings well, on religions, Thursdays. World religions, uh, people, you, you want to explain to them that we charge for our time, but not for what we know or the blessings that come through us, but. Folks, we are allowed to, uh, in education and entertainment, to be paid for our time. Even God knows uh, the symbols and sources that we've used in a beads trading wampum. <laughs> yep. So, Richard, we're, we, you know, if we're going to help people, and we do published works, folks, articles of all world religions and a combination thereof, but we're scaling our advertising credibility and visibility with uh, those that want to help us uh, promote this that we're doing for all world religions. And if you'd like to, you can send it. I, I'm uh, totally, uh, what would I say? I've got American Communications Online as the holding company and TJ Morris Agency. And I really don't want to open up more PayPal's. But if you'd like to help us uh, with this, we're going to do our best to help. Uh, you know, we'll do some booklets and things like that. But we're going to help people help themselves and help others as writers and educators, authors, speakers, workshops and classes. And we've been doing this for 30, 40 years all over, starting in Hawaii. And we, we met in uh, New Mexico. And then I went to Mid-South Con as an author, producer, publisher, and paranormalist and did a panel in uh, 2016, Mid-South Con. It was huge, thousands of people. It's been going on 35 years. I believe this is their 35th year. Um, so we do work with a lot of authors, and then there's some in Atlanta, and uh, we have friends in New York that work right there in Hollywood and have groups and author groups, and uh, I'll be having some of their chairmen of the board come on. They've been on prior. So we've got a lot of things going on under one. It's really hard to do world religions, but we're doing it with domains. So like I've told you, you know, various Indian schools, uh, we're working with legal teams on the UFO issues. Ooh, uh, let me let you somebody's at my door. Hold on. Richard, you All take right. over because your friend, your other pastor's not here. All right. Um, so anyway, as as Teresa was saying, you know, um, we are pronouncing world religions as coming together under one roof, under one as one family under you know, Ascension Church Ohana. One family gathering. In other words, one thing that all world religions have in common is they all admit that there is a higher power. Whether what they call that higher power is strictly by their own tradition, you know. And to us, it's it's neither here nor there. The key thing is that you recognize that there's a power beyond you and a power that flows through you and gives you life and helps you sustain life and helps you in life. And basically, that power resides and resonates in all that is around you physically, whether it be a building, whether it be a rock, whether it be a tree, whether it be a flower, you know, whether it be other human beings, of course. Um, the universal life um, consciousness, you could say, resonates through all that we are and all that surrounds us. And so what we wish to do is invite everyone, regardless of faith or tradition, okay, 
We are not going to sit here and, and uh, proselytize or push one religion above another or say that one's more right than another because all paths, as far as I'm concerned, do in fact lead to one place, and that is back to where we came from, which would be God consciousness. Okay? We are all conscious spiritual beings, and we all have that consciousness residing within us, and we only have to choose that that consciousness take over our human consciousness and merge with our consciousness from that aspect spiritually and then in turn we can begin to create wonderful realities instead of the realities we find ourselves limited in simply because of the way that society has programmed us to be who we believe ourselves to be so if you will find stillness in your mind where you quiet your mind and have no further thought all right and you listen to the voice that is found there, that voice is actually your spirit or your higher self, all right? And if you allow that spirit voice to come into yourself and your perceptions, your perceptions about everything will drastically change because you will suddenly recognize that you are actually a divine being, a being that is immortal, a being that is multiverse instead of just earthling, okay? And that's the perspective, and this is the foundation of our church in the fact that we greet everyone on a spiritual level, regardless of what path or tradition you may practice. We are not judging anyone. We are reaching out to everyone with unconditional love. And that unconditional love is the same love that sustains us all. So that's where we're coming from. And yes, uh, TJ or Pastor Teresa and I have both had numerous lives here. Um, numerous roles were played. Some were Indian or Native American. Uh, we've probably both been royalty in other countries. We've also pr- practiced, you know, different arts and so forth um, throughout the land in, in the U.S. and also overseas in various countries. Um, I personally have probably at least a thousand lives archived in my conscious self that I know for a fact that I actually lived and experienced, and I have garnered the wisdom and experience therefrom, and I can pull this forward at any given moment in time and again you see when you have all of these spiritual blessed gifts or all these gifts that are looked upon as a blessing from spirit then in turn uh, you can magnify yourself you can magnify your abilities you become more wholesome you become more genuine you become more authentic as the real being that you are and not the simply the human being that most people see as I like to say we are spiritual beings having a human experience not human beings searching for a spiritual experience. And that's key to where we're coming from. Um, And yes, you know, it's very important that we all gather together and we form together as one block of people united. Because the more that you have together, the more of an impact that you can make on the world in which we live in. And there's, you know, we we have all kinds of chaos and civil unrest and all kinds of uh, negative things going on right now and yet at the same time uh, if you are coming at them from a spiritual place you have an inner peace within you that cannot be disturbed period regardless of what is going on physically around you okay and in this it is very crucial that you understand that regardless of how enlightened or how inspired or how gifted another person may be no one is at any higher or lower than you are we are all equals, 
in the eyes of God or in the eyes of the Creator or whatever name we wish to use to give them, okay? And yes, I do believe there's a plurality. I believe that there's a mother God and a father God and that combined they in turn created mankind, okay? But we also have other civilizations and other planets that are visiting us and have been visiting us for probably at least 50,000 years, if not longer, and some have wanted to control us and some have wanted to control the planet and others are very friendly and they help you, uh, you know, they'll heal you, they will interact with you telepathically, uh, intuitively, in all kinds of different facets and ways. And for the, for the most part, at least from personal experience, they have always been beneficial. Now, that's not to say that there are not negative beings out there because, unfortunately, we live in a dualistic world. So, naturally, where there's black, there's got to be white. Where there's good, there's got to be bad. Where there's fear, there's got to be, you know, peacefulness or peace. Um, and all these diff- different dualistic opposites. Well, you can step back from duality itself and say, okay, well, I embrace all that is. And from that perspective, the duality falls to the side and it doesn't make a real significant difference. Uh, I mean, you know, we, 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 we come to earth and then all of a sudden we are born into separateness. And this separateness is an illusion, okay? God created all of us at a given time, at a given point in reality, all right? And when we were created, when we were born here on earth, We were all born into one family of man, and that's where we're coming from, and that's where we need to be. And if we're not there yet, by by goodness, we need to get there because this is our salvation. We are the ones we have been waiting for, okay? We are the ones that can change our reality. We are the ones that in turn can save ourselves from anything negative that is going on in front of us, around us, behind us, or before us, okay? Take that understanding into your heart. Breathe deeply and know that this is the energy that dwells within you. The love of God dwells within you. Every time you pray, God hears you because you are a child of God, okay? You were created in God's, God and goddesses' images. Created us they in our image is the correct quotation from the Bible. Now, I don't want to get, I don't want to, spin down into pure Christianity. I don't want to spin down into pure Hinduism. I don't want to spin down into Zen or Tao or any of the other multitude of religions around the world. They all have valid points and they all have valid truths, okay? Why? Because I believe that universally on one level at least, back who knows how many hundreds of thousands of years ago, when religion was begun, There was only one religion, okay? And the religion prophesied and told all kinds of truth, all right? And it was one testament and one undivided book of knowledge, all right? And then, of course, mankind spread out. Of course, now some say that, you know, we built the Tower of Babel trying to reach the heavens and that, you know, God turned a finger and and shattered the tower. and And when the tower was shattered, Not only did we have a multitude of languages where we could no longer understand each other, but we also had a multitude of appearances where we could no longer appear to be of the same likeness, okay? And that's what it is, okay? There is no color difference because there are only pigments in the skin. We all have the same skin. We all bleed red, okay? Actually, we all bleed blue, and when the blood itself comes oxygenated, then it turns red. So we're all blue bloods, okay? And we are all equals, and we are all full of love, okay? 
And it's the love that we need to embrace because it's the love that will sustain us and it's the love that in turn will keep us safe. It is in the love that we find harmony, in the love that we find joy, in the love that we find happiness, and above all, in the love we find peace. And it is this harmony and this peace and this unconditional love that Pastor Teresa and I reach out to you upon this given Sunday. Pastor Teresa, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay, this is my next door neighbor. He's uh, my son-in-law by marriage, but he uh, cooked for me today, and that's sweet. He made uh, some type of chicken, gravy, potatoes. Uh, he, so, I mean, he's a real fancy cook, like a chef, but he puts this dressing he made like waffles. He made a waffle. Like down here, we'll eat uh, chicken and waffles, you know? And I watch oh, wow. Hell's Kitchen. Do you watch Hell's Kitchen? I watch oh, Hell's yes. Kitchen. Oh, yes, I love oh, Hell's Kitchen. Love, <laughs> love Chef Ramsey. Oh, he's, he's a trip. Gordon Ramsey yeah. is, a, is a trip and a half. Yep, yep. So, folks, uh, you know, we may talk about anything and everything, but like I said, all things allowed by law. If anybody's asking <laughs> what this church is about, just say all things allowed by law. That's uh, We learned that universally when you come to a planet. Now, we can talk about as far out as you want to go, and I enjoy uh, talking about the past, but, you know, uh, I didn't when I was younger, when I was discovering the veil that was down over me, even though every time I – the people that knew I had death and dying, and I was taken to Dolores Cannon. I didn't meet her daughter, daughters. I guess she's got two. But anyway, uh, I knew I was on that. You faded away. TJ, you faded away. Still can't hear you. Are you there? Are you there? Hello? Barely. Barely? Yeah, barely. Now now you're coming a little bit forward and a little bit more clear. Okay. Well, I'm getting my computer closer to me, but that's not going to help any. Uh, well, what else? Uh, I checked your uh, – the other pastor hasn't come, but you worked with her 10 years, but I don't know if her ears are burning or not. I left her a voicemail recently. You know what I'm saying? While you were speaking, I did, in fact, break away and make a call, but I got her voicemail. I left her a voicemail indicating that we were live on the air and that she was welcome to join us, you know, which is all we can do. But, I mean, I I know she has the the call-in number, uh, you know, saved in her phone. So, but you know how life is. Sometimes life throws you a curve. You intend to do one thing, and all of a sudden something else comes out of no, comes out of nowhere. So bless her heart, you know. Um, if we don't get with her today, maybe we can bring her on on, on Wednesday or something like that. Um, okay. Well, we we have people tuning in from Facebook, and uh, I want to say hi to Jerry Bradley tuning in. Thank you, and uh, various people off of Facebook because my computer lets me know uh, we've got a lot of Facebook well, friends, a lot of. A lot of authors that uh, work have been working with me for years and years that are more known. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are anonymous that prefer to remain that way because some well, of them are shy. They're just shy. They don't need the politics or the being known for, you know, my authorship. Or, 
yep. the publicity. There you go. The, some people need the visibility to get the word out, and others don't. So uh, that's one thing about my company is uh, they know I've been able to help them where I could. And uh, journalists, you don't necessarily have to let people know your sources. And I'm coming out as a journalist because one of them has been killed, uh, and our country is not standing up behind our journalists at this time. So I know we're staying six, but it's a, a thing that as a religious person, uh, having a spiritual community and a spiritual science community, I just want to say that uh, my heart goes out to everybody that has chosen to educate themselves and work in the word and work around the world to help educate the masses. And uh, even our uh, way that we're doing here now as a service company, providing spiritual education. So, Richard, uh, what type of uh, topics, because you know I can go way out there, but universally, uh, I, we're just getting started on how we're going to start doing our programs. Uh, we've got an hour left, so uh, we've got a whole hour to fill. That's and all right. We a, will. A message <laughs> or a program that you'd like to motivate people to. How about inclusion? How about let's talk about uh, the dream versus you, because you have a little knowledge on the cutting edge that everybody can't talk about with me, and nor will they. And then others that are scared to come on the radio and be uh, transparent, and that's okay, folks. Like you said, we don't judge. We just know everybody is on a spiritual path, and everybody's journey is uh, blending or not blending. Are we past each other? There may be stones in the road, but we will discuss your spiritual journey, and we're all the authors of our own life story. So I also have the Authors Club organization. Now, with that said, there's plenty of people with stories out there, and they need help. And uh, set it up like a research paper if you want, or if you just want to do a begin, middle, and end. But with Richard and I setting up these shows, we have to have a series and episode just like you see television. And that's the way radio and all these places that syndicate us. So right now I've got episode five. Richard, you don't remember how many Ascension Church Ohana shows you've been on, do you? I thought I tried to I think this I want to say this is at least the third one. At least. I, I believe that we began on radio officially on uh let's see, February twenty first. So as of today it's been officially thirty days that we've been on the air. Now exactly you know, if that included four Sundays, it might be it might well be that today's the fourth Sunday. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, see and then of course doing. how many how many Tuesdays, how many Wednesdays, how many Thursdays, how many Fridays and how many Saturdays we had within that month's time is gonna vary week to week. Okay. Maybe this is your pastor of the Ascension. She'll help us entertain people. Four seven Four seven oh is 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 She's yeah, live. area code. Okay. Hello, 470. Would you, you're live and on the air with TJ, our Pastor Teresa, and Pastor Richard. Would this be Pastor Gwendolyn? Yes, how are you doing? Hi. I've heard a lot about you. Hi. Oh, really? Thank you. You too. How are you doing? Hi, Richard. Hi, Good. Gigi. Tell us all about yes. you, Gigi. That's my name for my daughter, Gigi. I don't think really? I don't know that you'd ever talked to me, have you, Gigi? No, I've, I've never talked to you. I've heard so much about you, and, and um, I forgot that I was supposed to tune in at 5 o'clock, so I'm, I'm here now, and I wanted to great. hear the rest of the show. 
Okay. Oh, we were going to make you the rest of the show, Gwendolyn. So if you don't mind, <laughs> we're, we're universal life pastors. <laughs> Put the girl on the spot now, will you? Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We know that you've, you've had experience for many years in radio, so welcome aboard as far as Blog Talk Radio. And uh, so let's just start simply with uh, how long you've been on the planet. I don't, we were talking about our past lives, but we're putting them together. And we are saying that we're just going to do all things allowed by law. So Ascension Church Ohana, and we were discussing our dates. Uh, being on the radio, of course, I've been here since 2012, but Richard claims February 21st when we adopted Ascension Church Ohana, and I have a federal ID uh, number for us as, as of November 4th, uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be all legal here on the planet. So you want to share with right. us a little bit about you? Like, uh, you know, I'm 69. I'm, I'm a proud elder of the church. I've been a White Buffalo woman in one life. I've been in Egypt, uh, one of one of the many toasts, our <laughs> toasts, and uh, <laughs> I've got all kind of lives. But I've also been extraterrestrial and worked in this reality with my husband and our DOD Department of Navy Office of Personnel Management, and told to say State Department. But I've come clean and uh, I'm okay now because I, re I retired. So I worked, gave them 50 years, 2000, 1967 to 2000. Seven GG, but 2017 is my official retirement. So, um, wow. would you like? Yeah, but I'm doing good now because I met Richard, and again, uh, we started this. I hope you'll listen. He and I talked about we both are cyborgs, so we welcome all AI and cyborgs from all universes <laughs> because we both we both have uh, uh, what they call uh, cadaver bones in us. And we have titanium, yeah. and uh, yeah. we're we're both uh, welcoming anything and everything as long as it's allowed by law, because we do want to get our 501c3, and it may take us a while to collect the funds. They want a minimum of $575 in two years, but I've been here since 2012. But tell me about you, how you would fit into this. It's, it's Miss Gwendolyn, isn't it? Well, well every call her Gigi. Gigi, yeah. Well, can we say Pastor Gigi? Gigi? And I love her vibrations. Can we say yes. Pastor Gigi on Sundays? Would that be okay? All things allowed by law at Ascension Church, Ohana? That's fine because actually I'm a Christian life coach and a spiritual spiritual coach as well. But um, I've been here for, for many, many years, and I've experienced so many things. I, I do know that I am E.T., I do. I don't know about the cyborg report. Uh, you'll have to talk to you guys about that, you know, at a later time. But I do know that I've been here in many, many places, and my lifetimes are still, you know, advancing towards another future and another time. I have so many things that I have um, inside of my psyche as far as remote viewing and extra extrasensory perception and all of those things. I don't have the clairvoyance just yet that well packed down, but I do have so many other spiritual gifts and it's, I see ghosts. I talk to ghosts. A whole lot of things. Uh, I don't know what else you'd like to know. You just have to ask me a question. But basically okay. I am spiritually, spiritually gifted and I do know that my, my presence here uh, 
lets me know that the aliens are coming. They're already here, had presence with them, have been places with them. So it's good to talk to someone that has already experienced these things and know exactly, you know, what I'm trying to refer to as, as, as far as I call it crazy. Well, yes, ma'am. We appreciate you coming and being a part of our family here. I've been dealing with this my whole life, but I've died a few times, and I thought that was a big part of it. So I sort of relate angels and extraterrestrials as the same thing, but a lot of people don't. But I've learned that the personas and their sectors of our spiritual wheel of life that we can get on or off, at any time, but from what I've been told, we're offered all worlds. The only thing they're not fond of in any other universal lang- languages or religions is taking your own physical life. That's the only flaw in the ointment that I've been able to find through my past lives and extraterrestrial lives, in the past and the future. But in the now, uh, one of my jobs and mission is to gather people like myself, you, and Richard, and anybody else that feels like they've had uh, the veil lifted somewhat, or at least in the awakening process. And a lot of people are expecting a disclosure, and it's uh, the wisest of those that worked with the Ascended Masters. We're being told to be careful what you ask for, because some of the wisest uh, of the Ascension Masters are being called to work together now. <laughs> so, it's going to be an interesting uh, future 2021 because all of the things that we thought in our past life, we'll say our alpha, well, let's say beta state, our, our reality, is we're going to open those levels, our portals to other realities, our sectors, not just dream state, lucid dreaming. But enough of us have had quantum physics or dealt with the metaphysics of physics to start being able to learn a new language that we're creating on the planet and uh, to make it logical, truthful, and experiential. And we'll do our journaling with all our memories and start comparing notes, Gigi. And I hope we can be beneficial to you and who you're here to administer to as a healer and a uh, one of our pastors, and uh, seeing all levels, and we don't judge anybody by their color or their skin or their voice or any type of uh, physical, because in other worlds, folks, and I hope you can hear me, in many worlds that our fathers and mothers have, universally speaking, when I was off planet working in this reality, and we'll say in 3D form because I have no other way to tell you unless we're talking like when Enoch was taken up or Ezekiel Swill <laughs> for all of you Christians out there, is the fact that this has never stopped. This was never – it's just people have been so uh, uh, in their cultures to not speak openly about their personal experiences that – Fortunately, after 1947, it still took us to about 1967 to 76 with Jesse Marcel and the Roswell story, even though Kenneth Arnold was out there, to start speaking openly. And my mother passed. Her generation is probably the last. So I'm a baby boomer. But us baby boomers, we came along and we started believing because of Star Trek. We didn't close the door, and I know Hollywood helped us a lot, but to see things that we knew were real, we couldn't explain it. And when I went to Gigi 
and went with my husband in Houston to see uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I was mm -hmm. so impressed with it being so close to my inner visions of who I was that uh, I couldn't breathe. And after I saw the whole show, but when I went outside, a big UFO spacecraft came over our head. He saw it too. It was a big bright light and it was right over us, no sound. And I had to be taken to the hospital and given a Benadryl injection in my arm, a big tube of Benadryl uh, or something mm -hmm. like Benadryl to uh, gain my composure. And it gave me a sack to breathe in. So uh, when you start realizing in this 3D reality that all the things you think may or may not be true, then you start realizing in this reality, well, what is truth? And so you start learning about filters and perceptions and then the things that each culture is taught. So that's why Richard and I are doing this all world religions and just help any way we can. So exactly. I hope that helps exactly. you some. Oh, it, so, it, it helps me on top because I'm, I'm able to, uh, um, I'm able to, to uh, unite with, I have seen, you know, spaceships, I've seen them, well, UFOs, I'll call them, because I was one right over my house as, as well, and my son and I, we both, you know, had a rash after that. Uh, the whole neighborhood saw the vessel, and then I've been abducted, abducted, you know, many times. I've even gone down the highway going to go visit my relatives. Next thing I know, they're calling me and asking me, where was I? And it's been like hours, you know, hours and hours that I was missing. They even put out a police, you know, search for me several times in that. And um, I was someplace else, and, and I had evidence of things. I became a member of MUFON, um, you know, SETI at home, all of those things, because I do know that these things actually happen, and I have seen aliens. I have been uh, to another place. I've been abducted before. So all of this I can relate to, and I'd like to learn more, you know, about what you're doing. Well, you have such a soft, sweet spirit. Richard, you were talking. You wanted to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, Richard. That's okay. Um, I was just going to ask you, you know, to tell us a, a little more about yourself as to what you're into, you know, with your screenwriting and the stage productions and all that. You know what I'm saying? In other words, give us a, a little more insight as to where you are in the here and now. Re, mm -hmm. In addition to the, you know your spiritual intake and your spiritual perceptions and all that kind of thing. Okay, well I am a uh, CEO and, and owner of Jewish Productions LLC. I write movies, plays. I direct plays. I'm a screenwriter as well, and I'm working on a project right now where um, I'm waiting on a collaboration for a movie for a script that I wrote for a movie an urban movie and another another movie that I've written so far. But I've written plenty of movies and I've done a lot of acting and a lot of directing uh, over the last 10, 12 years. So basically that's me in a nutshell. I, I do, I am in the theatrical part of life and I'm also, like I said, a, a Christian life counselor. Um, and, I, and I do read, you know, tarot cards. So that's basically me in a nutshell other than being a little... Freaky to a life. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Well, welcome to the club on that one. <laughs> you know, this is one thing. wants to be normal. Isn't that a disease? 
I thought that normal was a disease. I don't know. And that abnormal was the cure. When I talk about quantum leaps and going into another parallel universe, and I know that I've been there, and I can come back and talk about it, you know, I can see things before they happen sometimes, most of the time, 89% of the time, I won't say 90%. Um, and they just think I'm a little off center, but really, it's all there, people. The elevator goes all the way to the top. And uh, I'm still right here on planet Earth for the time being, but I've been many other places. So that's me wrapped up, really. Okay. Richard, you've got another visitor from New oh. York, 917 number. Did you want to? Not sure, who that, not sure who that would be. I mean, you know. Well, we can um, ask. Yeah, we can ask. Hopefully, it's not no one with a, deriv- a derogatory statement or anything. If they are, just blast them out. All right. Nine one seven. You're live and on the air. Would you like to give your name and where you're calling from and what you're tuning into with us today? Oh, sure. Yes, my name is Tim, and I'm calling from New York. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I do not have a derogatory statement. I have a question. Um, I actually spoke with you guys last week. You gave me some great information. I appreciate it. And Richard, you gave me my guardian angel's name of Opio, and I've been trying to work and uh, communicate uh, with them. So I've been uh, doing a little meditations before I go to sleep and uh, in the morning and just calling out his name. Um, I guess I just had a question of if I'm trying to establish that communication correctly. I feel like you're supposed to meet uh, Gwendolyn here, Pastor Gigi, Tim, and uh, Richard, I'm sure, would love to help you with that. So, Richard, is it okay if we put them together? I'm getting a real smooth vibe there. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. You... Okay. Definitely. Now, Gigi's in Atlanta, Tim, and you're in, where are you, in New York, you said? Yep, I'm in New York. Well, would you, um, Pastor Gigi, you read Tarot and you help with Archangels. Uh, This is Jim, and uh, Richard can address him as well. But I'd like you to get to know him. And um, Tim, tell us a little about yourself. She's a a lot of things you probably just heard. But tell us a little about you, and then I'll let you. Richard, I'm going to mute while uh, he talks with Gigi and you, okay? Sure. Um, um, Well, I did listen to your bio. You guys are doing some amazing stuff. I'm kind of just starting out. Uh, I have some intuition, uh, very small, you know, just very small things. So I'm trying to strengthen that connection and pivot to bring some abundance in. So I've just been uh, trying to work, trying to keep the frequency high, uh, doing a little meditation uh, where I call on the archangels to bring them in and uh, to protect me and to help me along the way. So I'm, uh, I'm attempting to start this journey of strengthening that spirit connection and make my intuition stronger. Well, Richard, are you going to address that? You want me to go ahead? Well, 
Hi, this is Gigi. And from what I've heard you say, um, I believe that you're asking your angels for help in the right in the right way. The more receptive you are, the more help you can get from your angels, and you can, you know, you can diminish all of the um, the negativity that's around you right now because I feel some negativity, I feel some doubt, you know, that you're having. And when you learn to connect with your inner divine child, which is you, then you'll be able to call upon the angel, your angel, that Richard has assigned to you for more wholeness. You can hand everything over to your angels, and in that time of invocation and prayer, everything will come forward for you. You'll have better insight on your life and what you're going to do as far as that is concerned, and they will assist you 100% because with every human activity, the partnership and business relationship that you have with your angels are very important. Richard? Yes, uh, Tim, first and foremost... I want you to know that your spirit guide's name is Sandra, okay? And basically okay. you can consider our spirit guides similar to our guardian angels, except they're a little different. Um, basically your spirit guide um, meets with you before you incarnate and basically says to you, that, you know, I'm going to be your guide and your guardian in a manner of speaking throughout the entire incarnation that you're about to undertake. And so they are there always and they are around us 24-7, okay? regardless of whether we're waking, awake or asleep or what have you. And our spirit guides are oftentimes the little bit of a kicked bit of energy that we need to connect directly to our guardian angels and also the archangels. So I would direct you that in addition to uh, asking for the assistance of, uh, I mean, you can ask for Archangel Raphael, in ministering unto you with the green light or emerald light healing. You can, of course, ask for Archangel Michael, who in turn will surround you with protection with his blue flame light. And then in turn, of course, there are uh, Archangel Gabriel, who is the messenger of God, and he will bring you messages directly from your higher self or your spirit self, as well as from God themselves. Okay. And then, of course, there's Archangel Uriel, and Uriel is the archangel of all knowledge and all wisdom. And then in addition to that, of course, you have your own archangels and your own healing team that are also assigned to you, um, and they are there to minister unto you, regardless of the day of hour, day of hour or hour of your life, whether it be in darkness or in being light, whether it be in sadness or in happiness, gladness or awareness, okay? And you already have the inner peace that you have been seeking for a long while, but your spirit guide, Sandra, wants you to call unto her, and she in turn will introduce you to Archangel Ophiel, okay? And so this is going to happen in the next 24 hours. So be not um, disappointed, be not, but rather be just a hair more patient than you have been in the past, but also understand, like Gigi told you, as long as you reach out in prayer and your supplication is pure in heart and pure in thought, and directed through your spirit, they hear you, okay? So don't think that you're not doing things right, and don't try to second-guess yourself, or, or don't ask all kinds of questions. In other words, try your best not to allow doubt to enter the picture, because when you allow doubt into the picture, then you're allowing your mind to have a say-so in what you're trying to accomplish through your spirit. I hope that helps. Thank you. 
It really does. Uh, Sandra, right? Okay. Yeah, I really Sandra. appreciate it. I will continue working. I hope to at some point be calling back and be giving you guys some amazing information. Oh, Tim, 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 my man, you're already there, you see? You don't actually project it as a place that you need to go. You understand it as a place that you already resonate with because this is coming from the purity of your heart. Ah, Got it. It's a state of being. It's a state of knowing, you see. In other words, yeah. you, you put aside your questioning mind, your human mind, and say, no, I don't need you now. I am going with the knowing that I have in my higher heart because this is the presence of God in which I was created, and therefore all things flow unto me. Got it. Thank you so very much. I really You're appreciate welcome. it. Hey, no problem. We're brothers, you know. Yes, indeed. We're all reaching out and pulling each other along. Thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful You're Sunday evening. You do the same. Peace, love, and light. Well, I'm back now. Hello? Was a, okay. Yeah, I remember Tim. He's very kind, loving, and uh, growing. Folks, we uh-huh. really appreciate all of you on your journeys. As we say, they're all leading to the same mountaintop, <laughs> and uh, the journey is to hopefully find your place in space. Oh, goodness. I've got somebody next door bringing out the doggies, I guess. Well, Richard, could you talk about that place in space? Uh, because I'm have dogs barking, and I can't seem to control them right now, the next-door neighbor and mine, but... Um, what I want to talk about is there's a lot of books out there that I have not read yet, folks, but it's come to me, universally speaking, that we are all starting to educate the baby boomers, and we all need you if you're anywhere between 45 and 65 to 65 to 85, and then 85 to 105, or just let's say anybody, adults continuing education, but we're retooling ourselves for the abundance that we are all to reap, and we're all setting our paths for helping each other, and so we're joining together as a, as a God source, as ascension masters, but these are the ones that are beginning, and we'll have people on all levels, all paths. We're all in this little bitty marble out here in the little, little what we call a solar system, that's inside a bigger galaxy, inside, they call them superclusters, but inside a universe, inside universes. So we're calling all our universal life members that are any other groups to come forward and share with us so we can all help that we know that God, Godmother, something of us has always been. And that includes the animals as well. <laughs> but we are the stewards of the planet here. So not only are we here to look after this world, but many others. So many of us have had the veil uh, lifted for us at some time in our reality. And some of us who uh, re- reincarnate and know are bodhisattvas, and we know that we're here to help everybody. So we have lots of old scriptures that people are reading. We have new scriptures in, in the now. And we're going to teach others how to best uh, uh, help others on their own spiritual growth because it's more blessed to give than receive. And uh, we incorporate uh, do unto others uh, because that's one of the great ascended masters. Uh, Some of them call him different names. Uh, Yes, 
Yahshua was the choice my daughters chose, uh, Jehovah the God and Jesus, uh, the Christ, or the Christ in one, and then some of the messages and the books on the planet. But, you know, there's plenty of ascended masters to go around, including Maitreya <laughs> and many others. I'm not going to start going down the list, but it doesn't matter as long as you know they're all there to help you. It doesn't matter which archangels, which guides, but uh, we're here to teach you, and we'll start teaching. Uh, I have classes, and uh, the mystery schools open for emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. And then we have those extraterrestrials up there that I know a lot of people think they're all just about hate and demons and sprites. And, but, you know, that's a choice in the Akashic Records. But we can share uh, with particular people if you want to gain spiritual strength. Uh, we'll help you here. Uh, some people have burdens of past life memories that we send you to past life regressionists uh, that may help you uh, by choice. That's your choice. Or uh, you may want to have a point of remembrance with some of us that read the Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records are the complete records of each soul's experience. But until this point, the oversoul does not necessarily reveal the past. We found that. So in uh, regards to uh, the way we're, we're thought of as memories in our soul faculty, there's a force field above the brain. And it's found as a seed of memory. And uh, we have a name for it. It's like uh, uh, a skin. But what we're doing is we're going to start helping you with the words that we've used in the ancient mystery schools. And Richard may tell it differently than Gigi or me, but we all come forth with a soul and a memory and a force field. So every thought, every action, uh, that we do indeed is recorded there. So we all have an oversoul, and that oversoul can come through many incarnations. Now, that may not be the word you used. It might be your higher self. It may be just your soul, uh, but we're going to get into all the different words. So a lot of what you're going to be studying with us is ontology and etymology and the study of where the words came from, and a lot of it will re bring us back to the ancient mysteries in Sanskrit, okay? So we will, uh, if you, some people will find this very interesting and others can just put it in there. Oh, I've heard that before because you may have to hear it three times with your own ears before it even sinks in that you may even be interested in hearing, okay? And there's a lot of spiritual reasons for that in your present birth and the environment that you live in and your education and your association with others, all that is taken to account. So the development of your third eye memories, of your past life memories, can become global believe it or not, and you can gradually become a part of those memories and the objective consciousness that is you and your many personalities. But you may say, well, that was, uh, oh, my gosh, I remember that when I was a little kid. Oh, my gosh, we went there, and we had so much fun. And then somebody will say, Six Flags. You go, yeah, that's it. It was Six Flags. Is somebody... Striking something that keeps sound like striking some. <laughs> so either that or somebody today. shuffling cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gigi, are you shuffling cards? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just listening. Um, well, oh. uh, 
That was Who knows? Maybe that's only... the angels taking notes. Someone's doing shorthand <laughs> on what, what's going on. <laughs> it could be somebody exactly. uh, in New York because there's only the three of us on here. And I was listening very intently, but it quit when I talked about it. So whoever was doing it must be in the studio, but I can't see them because I'm in Florida, folks. So uh, talking about souls, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, you're here. So, well, higher vibrations, folks. This is something we're going to get into. And also, your past life memories may not be your best memories. So there's a, <laughs> a way we work through those, believe it or not, because some of them, like Richard said, we may have a scar. I've got a, I was born with a birthmark over my heart. It's like a heart like a strawberry is what it's called, and I had one, a brown mole on my right leg. I have a tattoo over it now, but I got it when you weren't supposed to get tattoos in the Navy. <laughs> but I wanted to remember my ET uh, stuff because I was having trouble in my 30s uh, believing what I was seeing because I believed in angels and other realms and dreams and lucid dreams, but I didn't know how to say extraterrestrial or alien or abduction or visitation. So, uh, you know, I had to go through a lot of uh, lower level uh, growth, uh, soul growth, soul experiences in uh, what they call your change in consciousness. So what happens is you become more interested in other words, they begin a journey for you with an open towards consciousness towards a cons uh, what they call conscious spiritual evolvement. And um, that's a point, it's called a conversion, but uh, we call it the ascension age now because so many people are awakening and they know they're different. They know they have a part of them that is remaining uh, open, but it's a struggle. So the kids are giving them all kind of words in the DNA and trying to figure out physically consciously how to talk and have conversations about their rebirth or their second birth or their uh, second birth of the soul or their first birth in the physical. Some people are brand new babies. They're brand new first births. So this is a flash of information that not all spirits have. So that's why we have come along and we call, we're called starborns in some uh some circles of the Blu-ray of uh, working uh, extraterrestrials, uh, thrice born, twice born, uh, intuitional, uh, all kind of words for us, precogs, spiritual instigators. <laughs> yeah, we instigate a lot. Spiritual don't we? instigators, <laughs> yes. We instigate a whole lot, not only amongst ourselves, but about across the whole board and everybody that we contact and run into. They all seem to go, oh. Okay, you're one of those. <laughs> yeah. And, some and you're saying, like well, okay, have you looked in the mirror lately? You might be one of those too. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun developing that with, you can tell Richard and I, but Richard and I hit, hit horns. Oh, my God. He and I, and I'm going to tell you a secret. Sometimes the thing you should be learning the most is what you are hating and angry about and the worst feelings to protect you. And you know what it's protecting? 
your soul relaxed, don't want to move, don't let me get up, I'm a couch potato, I don't want to get up and change the channel, you get up and change the channel, I'm tired of watching this channel, but I am not going to get up and you can't make me hard-headed stuff. So we're going to teach a lot of that because <laughs> we've all, at least Richard and I, was going through a whole bunch of that. So we have oh, to that's learn just how to get... everybody. You know, that's just scorching everybody. It just brings out your your tenacity, your your perseverance, and your bullheadedness. <laughs> and say, well, okay, we're discussing what, and you look at it this way. Well, I'm looking at it that way. So we're today, for we'll, for the moment at least, we'll agree to disagree, and then we'll meet on the other side. We're both we're both in agreement. <laughs> yeah, we've sort of went sideways for a while, folks. So there's a struggle among people to learn how to get together. And I believe it's part of God and God Mother's plan is for us to figure out because I've got a YouTube out there. If y'all want to look at some of my YouTubes, some of this easier to look at pictures, okay, on a, a Psychic Channel Network. I tend to put them there because I've got so many uh, 20 to 40 YouTube channels out there. I'm not kidding. But I wasn't going to teach yet. So as of now, Richard was what I was fighting, Pastor Richard, because he had me all increased in emotional involvement, having to face my fears and struggling to equalize, you know, the force, you know how they say action, equal and opposite reaction. And so may the force be with you. <laughs> so I didn't know when he'd wave his hand, if he was waving me on or off. And uh, he came into my life when I was talking to Dr. Richard Allen Miller, and then Dr. Richard has a Ph.D. He's a very high government contractor and handles all the uh, underground bunkers for the United States. And uh, he is a writer. You can look up Dr. Richard Allen Miller. But so funny, I had sent out on LinkedIn apparently something about the UAP, the Red Pyramid, and Richard noticed the pyramid, and that's funny. So uh, that pull of his individualized self and his nature, he took it as some call to arms or something to upend his urge for spiritual nature, and he was just getting his physical reality back in check. So he was going to the gym, and uh, he, he went on Janet and did about 12 and a half hours or 11 and a half hours of uninterrupted talk at two hours at a time, which I admired on her channel. But it was hard to uh, communicate. He's on a different channel, literally. <laughs> and that We're began a, tran a tranquilized personality uh, for him and me. And we had to go through, because Janet Carol Lesson was my best friend for years. But she was making inner transformation for herself. And so I guess evoked her today. But, you know, a lot of these over time with the ascension, she has ascensioncenter.net. So Richard was just asking me about that. And uh, she's got a lot of marketing and visibility. So there's a rippling of intense devotion with her that I feel. And it's passions and devotions. And, you know, I don't think she and I would say pray for me or pray. Oh, here comes a hurricane down here. Pray for me. Or I, over there should be on the islands in Hawaii and say, oh, my God, we're fixing to have uh, – a typhoon, and I just say, pray for me, you know. So, but we never literally, she and I built, uh, bowed our heads in prayer, which is sad because the Ascension Center 
we need to have all forms, uh, no prayer sending to those above, okay? So, and I don't like the way that so many people say, we just. So I'm going to ask y'all when we say a prayer to each other, please don't use just. There's something about God that has told me, please don't use just. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that's about. So we're going to learn how to appease each other and synthesis and the words and the forces. So Gigi was asked to come here and creatively express herself to spiritually help us as an artist and a writer and a visionary, and even as a pastor because she has uh, her training as well in giving lessons. Now, Gigi, you are welcome to come back any Sunday or Wednesday if you'd like. And uh, right. also, if you want to come on a Thursday when we do tarot cards, people, we find more people come and listen to us because they really want life coaching is what they need. Is uh, mm -hmm. We have a lot of entrepreneurs. We have a lot of people trying to find their way back. And there's enough abundance for everybody, folks. So we're just relating activities. And we have the energy because so many times we've died and come back died and come back. So that means we're either doing something really wrong or really right. But we've learned it's a little of both because people will tell you, if you're here modifying your uh, life script, we call this a script, we're all actors, we're all the authors of our own life story, is you're modifying your script while you're here. So you're here to evolve constantly. Exactly. So you're, being you're being introduced to a word that we call karma. Karma Dharma, so we'll ask you to take on some of the Middle Eastern words. But the progress for all of us is working together. And you know, in the English language, I'm going to be honest, even though we're speaking the same language, it is so hard to ask another human to come into your life and be devoted to God and God Mother, even though you know you're called and your election is to evolve and get your own soul right. But that's not what all we're about, okay? So the, Bi the Bible states, as you sow, so shall you reap. And I don't think that Jesus had any problems with letting us know that it's more blessed to give than receive. <laughs> but, you know, it's up to you because there is going to be a giving of good and bad or light and dark and right and wrong. And there is a giving of good and evil. Or we wouldn't be here to learn those actions. We may not like it, like Richard said, but there's the law of attraction, the law of love, and the law of compensation. Those are karmic laws. So there's going to be a whole lot of living left for you to do out here in your physical self, in your motivational self, in your emotional self, even your mental self. And we're going to harness as much of your life force in this life to make a similar occurrence happen for all of us to reflect more abundance. And that means for uh, our psychology and our parapsychology as well, for love or hate or pre not pretending, okay, because if you really like something or you really don't, but we're going to figure out how to say it in a nicer way. I mean, I hate asparagus, okay? My mother used to make me try asparagus my whole life and I'd get sick and throw up. You know, I can eat asparagus now because I didn't want to offend my, the boy next door, which is a man. I call him, you know, apparently you're not supposed to call a grown man a boy. 
uh, it's, it must be a southern thing, but that's a bad word now. But the man next door brought me, uh, when he brings me meat, he'll bring me asparagus, but I didn't know what I was eating. And he grilled it outside when he grilled the meat, and it tasted so good. I said, what is this? He said, asparagus. I about had a heart attack, okay? So you can teach an old dog new tricks, even if it's a psychosomatic illness, meaning it's something emotionally misused in an energy. Now, uh, we're going to help people, so don't despair. There's ways to learn new ways and new force fields. And we have uh, transformation auric atoms, and uh, some of them call them muons. They're going in and out of you right now. So we'll work with you, and we're going to work with your heart, your heart mind, your brain, your solar plexus, your pineal gland, or pineal, if that's the way you say it. And hopefully you're all going to learn that we can accumulate some good abundance together and uh, we'll help you with this new thing of, uh, it's not new, but it may be new to you, law of attraction, law of abundance, compensation, love. And a lot of people need a lot more energy in the universal way of sourcing our God. Some people say God, some say source. Attain attunement and also atonement to divinity. And you will learn after you complete our evolutionary divinity cycles in courses with us that this has been around for as long as I've been on the planet, but I've inherited it from the uh, Ascension Masters to teach it, and I'll be more than happy to help all those physical forms and personalities that show up for the process of their rebirth or for some three times again or however many times you've been liberated, the process and function of being here. So, Richard, I don't know what it is that you want us to have a concept of, but you brought Miss Gigi here, so why don't you, we've got about 15 minutes, I think, let me look, 17 to be exact, oh wait, let me see, did I lose you, Richard? No, I'm here. Pastor Richard? All right, we got I'm 17, here. okay. I'm here, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, so you okay. take it out for us, uh, I've done a lot of sharing of what I think this is all about, but I'd like to get your input for Gigi because uh, she hasn't got to hear you say much. Well, you know, Gigi and I have known each other a good 10 years, maybe longer than that. We've shared radio shows together. Uh, we've created a radio show together, and we probably will create another radio show together in the somewhat future down the, down the road here. But anyway, um, Gigi and I are spiritually connected from the aspect being that we go back many, many lifetimes um, as brothers and sisters, possibly even man and wife, possibly even uh, mother and father. Who knows? You know, the list could be very, very long indeed. But she and I um, connected, like I said, about 10 years ago, and she's a very, very creative person, and yet she's very, her energy and her voice are so very soft and soothing there's just the genteelness about Gigi that I just absolutely love. And so I thought to myself, well, you know, um, Gigi's over here and she's doing her own thing and she's needing a, a wee bit of help in regards to marketing and advertising and that kind of thing. And I thought to myself, well, you know, uh, Sister Pastor Teresa and I are getting along just fine on Sundays. So Sundays would probably be the best day to have Gigi join us. And yes, Gigi does life coaching, and she's an excellent screenwriter, and she puts on plays in Atlanta, and now she's producing movies. Goodness, 
you've advanced a long way since we last chatted. Hey, put me in a movie. Aha. Anyway, um, I kind of look at things basically this way. If you want to really simplify things to the greatest ability of your awareness, all right, see yourself as having a grandiose closet, okay? And in this grandiose closet, there are a thousand different suits, all right? And the suits may be dresses, and the suits may be ball gowns, and the suits may be three-piece tuxes, or the suits may be three-piece high-style suits, or they may be jeans and a T-shirt, or they may be culottes and whatever, and blouses and all the rest of it. You know, you you ladies out there, of course, know your finery far better than I'm going to be able to describe it anyway. Um, But, you know, uh, uh, you have this humongous closet of 10,000 garments, okay, and you go into your closet, and each day you begin, and you say, okay, well, today my mindset is this, and my spiritual outlook is this, and so, boom, you're instantly led to a particular set of clothes, and you put on the set of clothes, and you say, okay, this is me for today, and while you're running around in your world, okay, and our world immediately, as co-creators, of course, are basically our friends, our family, our extended family, and even those from a business perspective that we outreach to in a general circle of creation, okay? Then in turn, we have what you would call the conjoined circle of life or the conjoined conscious creation of us as a race, and that's what we meet as we go about our day's business, okay? In other words, that's that's the other creators or co-creators out there that have joined us all in consciousness and established these buildings and established this mall and established this park and established all these other things that we run into because we haven't had the, the job or the necessity of creating those. So our shared consciousness is creating the environment in which we interact while we ourselves as the actors on the stage of our own stories, okay, are going into the closet and grabbing our, our what you would call appropriate garment for that particular day, okay? So, I mean, you know, let's say, for example, all right, uh, you want to become wholly exemplified, all right? You want to be in the highest spiritual aspect that you can possibly be. Well, in that case, you might want to wear something that's all white. Or let's say that you want to commune with the highest being that you can become or join with the highest being or deity that you significantly give honor to. Well, in that case, you might want to dress all in gold, okay? And so on and so forth. And the color spectrum is intermediary, and yet at the same time, it it combines all of the rainbow itself. So, you know, if, if you're feeling very royal, you might wear purple. If you're feeling very calm and centered, you might wear blue. If you're feeling um, a bit like you're all fired up and you want to get all kinds of things done, you might want to wear red, okay? If you're mentally centered, you might wear to wear yellow, you know? And it's funny because, you see, the colors that I'm mentioning also go along with your inner chakra center that is up and down your body. There are 15, of course, of which, of course, seven are the common that are taught. But if you join us in classes and, uh, you know, come to an understanding, you actually have 15. And then the 15th chakra is when you basically join Godhead. In other words, that's your universal chakra. So Gigi and I, of course, like I said, we have become brothers and sisters or 
uh, as I like to call her, sister from another mother in this lifetime. And, of course, you know, Gigi, I, I'm going to hand the talking stick to you so that you can put out to our audience, you know, uh, anything that you would like them to be aware of, anything that they in turn can assist you with in your, prom- in, in your, pro- in, in your current moment of presentment. Oh, Take it wow. away. <laughs> you put me on the spot always, Richard. Okay. Um, first of all, you know, as Richard was talking about using your spiritual energy, everyone should learn how to practice using their spiritual energy. Uh, spiritual energy help you to define yourself and to bring more understanding into your life. So with all of that having been said, many people are really seeking ways to reduce stress and to help heal themselves spiritually, mentally, and physically. Here with Richard and myself, we've always talked about spiritual energies and angels, learning the the rights and wrongs of the universe. Once you have generally found out who you are and what you are and what you're about, learning how to connect to the next step. So you have to understand that there are four types of spiritual energy. And as Richard had taught me, we were talking as far as these energies are concerned, and they're, they're called Purana, Chi, Divine Love. And what's the other one, Richard? I can't remember that one. Mother Earth. Yes. Um, and in the Purana, there is this is a Hindu sort of understanding, and it's to be a life-sustaining force. And in this force, each person is to know that everything is divine and the forces survive all things, even in death. Even myself, I've, I've died like four times myself, and I've come back. And each time that I came back, I was shown different things to do and what to teach people. And that's how I gained all of my spiritual knowledge as far as um, outside of the earth. Now, with the chi, the chi is a Chinese call, and it's the energy of chi or qi, qi. And, and from my memory, in the belief system, it is a force that is divided into two energies. Richard and I talked about this a lot. We talk about a lot of spiritual energies and forces and angels all the time. So to have him as your teacher is us. And um, Sister Morris, Pastor Sister Mother Morris, um, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Having that divine love, the concept is prevalent there. There are many different states that you can include in Christianity and Judaism as well. But, of course, this is all about your spiritual energy. Mother Earth, which is a concept that is adopted by really the Native American culture, is more in-depth. And as he teaches, I'm sure that he'll get a, he'll get a, a training of that also as well. And living with your spiritual energy, you have to learn how to believe that the system has a way for humans to connect. And you can connect. But you have to have positivity. You have to ground yourself. You have to have a a safe and quiet place. Safe by meaning that you're you're connecting in a place where there's no disturbances and, and, and no other interruptions because you need that in order to have a perfect connection with the universal force. Um, the other ways to tap into the spiritual sources is through meditation. And meditation is a, is a broad term, and it can really cover many different types. So I've covered pretty much about some of the things that Richard and I talk about is using the spiritual energy to heal and opening the chakras that he's already told you about and um, what Pastor T.J. Amaris has talked about as well. So 
you know, I'll be glad to come back on any any day that you'd have me. Um, and we'll just convene and talk about things that, you know, you guys are discussing and I can help in some way. I can give you my my insight as well. Wonderful. Are you going to that uh, writers conference in Atlanta? You live in Atlanta, don't you? Yeah, there's one April the 4th uh, here, and I may be able to go. I really haven't been out that much because of COVID. And right. um, uh, like I said, I've, I've, I've been, I've left this world like three and a half times. And uh, if I, I, I'm not ready for COVID just to take me out just yet. I'm not saying yeah. that it will. I, I have a real deep fear of COVID, so I'm just kind of like staying I in. Too. Even though, yeah, even though we're blessed by God, uh, you know, yeah. you hate to start all this work and then leave and go. Well, I guess somebody will pick my work up. Well, yeah, the embassy suites at the Hilton folks are Atlanta Writers Club. Now they have May seventh and ninth at the Western Atlanta Airport, but we always try to have some of our ACO representatives. So I'll invite you, uh, Pastor Gigi, to represent our ACO if you don't mind, the Ascension Center organization, and we'll. Uh, get you all indoctrinated over here, and we're going to start certifying. We certify every three years, and we do, uh, 2021 is our year of certification, so I've got to get that up uh, for a lot of people. And uh, then we're going to have a remote uh, event online here uh, for those. And so we're going to grandfather some people in, so uh, I invite you to be grandfathered in uh, with Richard, and he's got a few mm -hmm. people he wants to invite in for the Ascension Master classes, folks. And we'll only be teaching seven through 12 basic chakras. We're hoping that you understand how to use a computer and a mouse and a cell phone <laughs> and your seven <laughs> chakras. <laughs> we put all that together, okay? But it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's all about abundance. And uh, I know a lot of people call about the law of attraction or when am I gonna meet my soulmate? That's the two most are a lot of women in the last two years have been calling me and getting to know me as a life coach, and I help them with their businesses. So it is a, a woman's month this year, this month. So uh, I guess uh, it's good that I, I love my women and I love my men too, but, you know, I also love my ETs and my blue people and my pink and my black and my brown and my gray and my yellow mm -hmm. and you name it because I've seen them all. So I guess that's what's fortunate about being a, a relifer, we uh, life after lifer. I don't know, but I've asked Richard to start helping me, Miss Gigi. So if you don't mind, Pastor Gigi, helping us with getting these words down, since you're mm -hmm. a writer and a screenwriter, Richard's. We can't, since we're uh, volunteers, folks, we can't really tell each other how of what we're supposed to do. So it's really hard to talk to each other. So, Pastor Gigi, if uh, you can keep my phone number, and uh, I know I've, I haven't gotten back with uh, the other pastor, uh, Marcy, that's already done her work on her book and working with people, and she brings Tony. Do you have a special gift you would like to add to uh, my writing or just you'll help us with the writers since you're already in Atlanta and uh, well, don't mind representing our spiritual writers? Could you uh, say I'm, I'm putting you on the spot here. So i tell you well, what, you don't have, have to agree, but go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, I do have, I, I do have spiritual gifts. I have numerous spiritual gifts and I don't mind. You know, helping out as, as far as writing, just let me know um, 
when you need and, and when you need it, and I'll do my best to deliver it to you. I am um, immersed in, in writing other scripts, you know, for filmmakers, but I will take that special time just for what we're doing, what you're doing now, you and Richard, and I'll, I'll, I'll interject myself into it, so I don't have a problem. Wow. God bless you. You must have an archangel because <laughs> that's the only ones that seem to say yes. So God bless you, Pastor Gigi, for coming aboard. We need you. And, folks, we need you as volunteers if you want to be a member. Right now I've got so many projects. Uh, Richard and I have just agreed to send them over to Patreon so we can catch them in our net because it's a brand new. It was an old net that we revived because of my videos. But uh, I am making videos, so Miss Gigi, I'll be more than happy to make you a video with me and Richard. I've just got Richard saying that he honorary. <laughs> well, actually, it looks like he's running the whole world if you look at the YouTube. <laughs> All right, what you done, did? <laughs> I stuck him on the, uh, something real quick so I could show him how I can make videos, okay, folks? Because it cost me an extra 50 a month for the software, you know, but I, I was trying to get something on real quick, and he and I were still infighting with the, the other radio channel he was on, so I did a half halfway. I didn't do it with him immortalized, but almost. So what I did was I stuck his pictures, which I never could get, so we were arguing on that email. So I just need you, Miss Miss uh, Coco, Miss Gigi. Uh, I lost my Gigi, so you'll be very dear to my heart just to be able to Oh, my God, I'm getting tears in my eyes, Miss Gigi. I feel like God uh, sent you to me. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to try not to cry. I'm sorry. My daughter's name that passed. No, that's okay. I needed a Gigi. I have another Gigi in California lady that came along and offered her services and her money and her support, and I uh, got sick, and I lost her. And I guess if I keep doing Thursday, she even offered to help me. She's quite psychic and all that. And, she was, I mean, everything, money, endorsement, whatever I needed, but uh, bless her heart. So, Gigi, if you're out there, please come back. But, Miss Gigi, I would love to be able to say Pastor Gigi because it's in honor of Pastor Gigi, the original, my daughter, that this church got founded because I didn't have the strength in me to pull up for God and everybody else because I've just been sick mm -hmm. in my bed since she died for two years, just I was sick in my bed for the year knowing she was dying, and I had gone down to Tampa to live with her for uh, three or four months between the hospital and her being reborn down there and had to have a, a bone transplant. But I haven't really healed myself over all that hurt, so it'll be good to have to say it again because, you know, it's a memory that you don't want to, but her, her memory, she would love it to be loved. She was beautiful beautiful smile and uh, if y'all want to see her it's uh i think it's cancer cowgirl on youtube uh because uh i haven't had the strength to pull open all of uh she was a great uh oh, excuse me a very good videographer and she could take still life and make a movie out of it which takes a lot of patience to take your camera because she didn't have the kind of equipment. She couldn't afford it, and I didn't know that she needed it because I was a truck driver coast to coast, and uh, I didn't give her a car and a van. But anyway, deep I miss her very much. Deep I miss her, and uh, I appreciate you being here. So Thank and you. I'm still trying to heal. You will. Thank you. All right. 
and well, and, I, and you will heal. You will heal. But I have to. I have to go to another show. Got another show. Be, well, thank you so yes. much. We appreciate it. And well, uh, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Okay. And thank you. Thank you. Join us next Sunday, five to seven, hey. our time. Okay. Yeah, thank please you put it on your uh, calendar. Thank you, everybody. Right. Thank you, Richard. Okay. You are. Take deep breath. Take deep breath. Thank all you. Right. All right. Bless, get like that. Blessings of love and light to all. That's right. Thank okay, you. folks. We love and light to everybody. We'll play something uplifting. Oh, my goodness. Put me at the top of the world. 